Hendricks Regional Health, your healthcare partner that has been nationally recognized for creating outstanding patient experiences, is proud to present Health Talks with HRH. Here's Melanie Cole. New guidelines recommending that women should have a pap smear done every three years has led some women to think that they don't need to visit their gynecologist for three years when, in fact, the annual exam covers several body parts, including the uterus, breasts, ovaries, and more. My guest today is Megan Fish. She's a nurse practitioner with Hendricks Regional Health. Welcome to the show, Megan. So let's start with some of those new guidelines recommending that women have their pap smear done every three years. Give us a little background on why this happened and why you're finding that it's so confusing for women. In 2009, the um, pap smear guidelines changed to um, start screening at age 21, and we do um, pap smears um, from age 21 to 30, just a pap smear only, and then from age 30 to 65, we do a pap smear and an HPV, and um, the pap smear just, um, we know that cervical cancer is a very slow-growing cancer, and so um, studies have shown that we can kind of decrease the interval of screening and still catch cervical cancer in a precancerous state um, by doing it every three years. So why do you think women have been confused that going to their gynecologist every year was just all about their pap smear? Most women associate their annual exam with a pap. So they think, well, if I don't have to have a pap smear, then why do I have to go and have my annual done? So so many women have thought, well, if I have to only have to have my pap smear done every three years, then I only have to go to my gynecologist every three years. And that's not true. Yeah, so it's been confusing. Now, with the advent of HPV and its relation to cervical cancer and the need for these guidelines as a result of some of this, what do you tell women about HPV? And certain women under 26 now are getting the vaccine, Megan, so now it adds a whole other layer of confusion. Well, the vaccine, for um, we recommend the vaccine for all women aged 9 to 26, and it's actually recommended for boys to get that vaccine as well. Um, and it does help um, to protect um, and decrease women's chances of getting HPV. It's not 100%, but it can decrease their risk. And um, eventually that will decrease cervical cancer risk tremendously. So now what about some other tests that are important for women? I mean, one thing that the, that the gynecologist does at that annual is also give us an exam for our breasts if they're not old enough to have a mammogram yet. What do you tell women about self-breast exams? Correct. I, um, at, we usually start doing a breast exam around the same time that we start doing pap smears around age 21, unless they're complaining of, you know, breast pain or breast lumps. Sometimes we'll do them sooner, um, but I definitely teach them how to do a breast exam and um, I recommend doing them every couple months after their period, and um, then we start mammograms at age 40. And um, Okay, so what other tests do you think are important for people to note, for women to note, besides, obviously, our pap smear and an HPV and self-exam? What else would you like women to be getting every year that you think is important? In addition to the pap smear at the annual exam, you know, we're also listening to their heart and lungs, um, you know, looking at their skin, you know, seeing if there's any, you know, sometimes we can, you know, find an abnormal mole that could possibly be a melanoma. Sometimes we're the only healthcare provider that these women see on an annual basis. So um, 
if we see something abnormal, we'll get them in the right direction where they need to go. And we're also feeling, you know, the size of their uterus and ovaries and um, looking at the outside of the vulva. There's such thing as vulvar cancer. So if there's anything ever abnormal on the outside, we're addressing those concerns as well. Megan, do you also see that it's important when you see women and they come in and you're a nurse practitioner, so you see women as your patients, just you, do you do you see that sometimes they want to talk about depression or their weight or alcohol use or relationships or any of these other things as an important adjunct to that yearly physical? Absolutely. I do so much mental health and domestic violence screening and... Um, I treat a lot of depression and anxiety and refer them um, for counseling and, you know, get them in the direction that they need to go. And um, this is definitely a place for them to talk about uncomfortable um, conversations that they can't always feel comfortable talking with other providers about. What do you tell them when they ask you about blood tests and checking cholesterol and A1C or fasting blood glucose to see if they are maybe pre-diabetic? Because this is a very common thing now, and obesity Mm -hmm. is such a problem in our country. So what do you tell them about these kinds of checkups and how important they are to prevent heart disease? We always want to make sure that someone is checking those, whether it's their primary care provider or through their employer, a lot of employers do, you know, a wellness screening. And if no one is checking those, then um, we will order them for them and just kind of counsel them, you know, if these come back abnormal, then we won't treat them just because that's out of our scope of practice, but we will get you in the um, right direction and, you know, get you set up with someone that can treat you. So we're more than happy to order and screen for these things, even though we don't necessarily treat them. So we do do age-appropriate screenings and just make sure that the women are getting um, all the care that they need and, you know, colonoscopies. We start those at age 50 and sometimes sooner based on their family history. And that's a great point to make, that that you would help them screen or refer them to where they can go to get more information. What about something like a bone mineral density test? Because women want to know about osteoporosis now, and what do you tell them about that test? Correct. Um, that changed a couple years ago, and um, the newest recommendation actually says not to start it until age 65 um, unless they have a lot of risk factors for that. So that's something different. So now um, we're just more um, kind of counseling on prevention and talking to them about how much calcium and vitamin D that they need and promoting um, weight-bearing exercise and things like that. And that is so important. And another thing that we've been hearing about is baby boomers and hepatitis C. If they ask you about this test and why they might need it, what do you tell them? Yes, it is recommended to screen for that. And it's also recommended to offer um, HIV testing annually to every woman. And so we can offer that in addition to hepatitis C. So then wrap it up for us, Megan. What do you want women to know as the most important bits of information about their annual screenings, whether they're gynecological in nature or to prevent heart disease or control obesity or depression? What do you want them to know? What do you tell women every single day? That this is just a visit that, you know, we can make sure that you are getting, you know, the appropriate screenings that you need, vaccines 
you know, whether it's contraception or preconception counseling, um, you know, domestic violence screening or um, just getting them the help that they need and um, addressing any of their medical concerns and Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Health Talks with HRH, Hendricks Regional Health. And for more information, you can go to Hendricks.org. That's Hendricks.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.